Left. Right. Yo, today we are talking about the vaccine. That's right, the vaccine. Let me know what you think. Are you going to get it? Have you gotten it? Um, I'm not quite there. I'm not against it. I'm not totally for it. But uh, <laughs> let me know what you think. I'll see you guys on the other side. This is Sip Talk. Grab a drink and enjoy. <laughs> Cheers. 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 All right, we are live. This is episode 90. My name is Justin DiGiulio. I'm joined by James the Bosnator Boswell and his brother, David Boswell. James is in Charleston, South Carolina, and David is in Sacramento, sunny Sacramento, California. Is the sun still up where you are, David? Very much so. Yeah, it's, like, it's actually about 80 hours, degrees yeah, in my apartment. It's six o'clock over there. It's snowing here. That's, <laughs> so that's a difference. That was a beautiful day today, and uh, and it started snowing. So, uh, I just want to acknowledge the elephant in the bedroom, uh, James, who had promised us that we'd be broadcasting from his new home bar. So, really looking forward to seeing this well-stocked home bar. And uh, next week, you're back in the bedroom, man. Uh, I, I haven't left. What What happened? What happened is I still you don't have look a like you look like you've done no packing. Um, yeah, that's because the last thing that I'm going to be changing is my bedroom. They probably all, but like two of the dresser drawers have been emptied. The, the closet, which you never see is almost completely empty. And it looks like a burglar came through the living room and kitchen and was a really poor judge of what he should take. <laughs> well, fair enough. Uh, David, what are you drinking down there in, in uh, over there in, in Sacramento? Well, uh, this weekend, I made some ginger syrup and a, what was it, a lemon mint simple syrup. So I'm doing like a, a weird whiskey, ginger, whiskey sour hybrid, made some ice cubes out of it so it wouldn't go bad and tossed a couple into the cup, poured some bourbon over it, and that's what I got. Going with the old standard EW? Oh, yeah. Oh, very nice. I, I have some uh, ginger whiskey, I think, somewhere over there, but I'm not... I'm not touching it. I'm sticking to my uh, lakes and waterfalls that I'm used to. Ginger syrup is so easy to make that I think buying anything pre-made with ginger flavor is just going to taste a lot worse and is really unnecessary. Well, Yo, so I was in Total Wine a couple of months ago, and the person in front of me was buying bottled simple syrup. I would buy bottled simple syrup. That would not be Why? something... That'd be something that I just wouldn't wouldn't feel like making or or keeping, or bottling. It's literally the easiest thing to make. Well, I got I'm I, like I'm. It's in the name. We're getting a late start tonight. Um. So, my friend Scott <laughs> is uh is joining us in person from a distance. He's listening on. He's listening on. So, if I recount I'm stories, your lap. if uh if I if I recount any stories tonight, he may correct me from a distance. But Scott came down from Albany. And he bought something online that he had to pick up. So we drove out through Long Island. Uh, and if anybody's not familiar with Long Island traffic, 
it's absolutely terrible. Long Island is a Long Island, and there are very few, uh, very f- few routes to get to the end of Long Island. So yeah, the LIE and what else? The LIE, and I think there's a couple Cross Island Expressway or Parkway or something. I think, but the LIE is the Long Island Expressway, the most popular of all of them. So that's where the traffic gets really, really bad. We actually went on this huge excursion just to like 40 minutes out of the way, just to end up like three or four exits ahead on the LIE to get around traffic uh, with the GPS. So, you know, when we were looking at leaving Manhattan and finding a suburb to move to, to have more space, Long Island was, there was, you know, it was was an option, but uh, it quickly disappeared because traffic out there is really, really bad. Uh, It's flat. It's completely flat. There's no mountains. There's very few hills in Long Island. Um, and But really just getting to and from the city by car is very difficult. And if you're on Long Island, you're pretty much trapped when it comes to getting to anywhere else in the country uh, in terms of you have to drive through a major city. So you have to drive through New York City to leave Long Island. So um, I think the highest point on Long Island is actually like a garbage dump. <laughs> so a man-made hill physically <laughs> and metaphorically long island sucks <laughs> and it's so damn expensive too well, there's some nice there's some very nice houses there's some very expensive oh, yes. real estate there's uh, a ferrari dealership there so we drove by the ferrari dealership and i i told a story of i think you visited the ferrari dealership yeah you and me we i held the keys to an f50 in my hand oh very nice <laughs> did we get in it yeah, nothing was really stopping us from starting it up. Would have been a much better story. Dude, I have such a terrible memory. Um, but <laughs> um, but yeah, the Ferrari dealership was cool. We did not we did not venture by the Ferrari dealership. But we ended up getting this giant piece of uh, like patio furnishing. And I think it's about 12 feet across. Scott, you said you confirmed it's 12 feet? 12 feet? <laughs> He's nodding yes. So it's enormous. So we stuck in the back of a Porsche Cayenne. Which that's, the, the, that's the car that you would want to transfer lawn furniture with. The trunk is not not quite, um, maybe it's six feet or so. Maybe a Don't little. you have a truck? Yeah, but right now the truck is full of garbage from the kitchen renovations. That you I should have stopped by the high point of Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can make history. <laughs> Two birds. Oh, man. You know, so I, I had to take this garbage to the dump over the weekend and I looked at the, their Google page and it, it said closing soon. And then there was a picture of the sign and it said the sign said closes at one o'clock on Sunday. It was like 1140. So I got dressed. I got in the car. I, I got there at like 1220 thinking I had a ton of time and they had closed at 12 and he would not let me in. So it was been, this. Uh, it was a dump somewhere in New Jersey. So I've been driving around all week. <laughs> Somewhere in New Jersey. Uh, How hard is it to find a dump in New Jersey? Probably not very hard. But the same thing you did in Charleston, find that one curve behind Plantation Oaks where everyone, I mean, it was the pseudo dumping ground. Well, yeah. I've been driving around for a week with garbage in the back of the car. So Yo, they put up signs. Saying what? Oh, on, on a particular turn you're saying in, in Charleston. Yeah, it didn't really make a difference. Mm. What are they, what's going to do? It's a sign. <laughs> so, so look, uh, one, I think I hear a dog howling in the background. 
not me. It seems to have subsided. So I thought we were going to be talking about a bar and I wanted to get into, you know, what you'd stock your bar with and, and Tuesday, like that. but I think we're going to have to wait on that. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm fairly disappointed. That makes me, three but, of us. Well, um, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure your other brother is, is disappointed. Um, but, uh, so is any, so you have a roommate that's living there already. Yep. Liquorless. No, he, he bought a little bit of booze. All right. All right. I've never known Tom to ever go liquorless. So, uh, but you, but you haven't fully moved. So you haven't, you haven't really started de-decorating or undecorating. I noticed uh, everywhere, but my room. Now, are you going to, you know, you're going to do something more traditional when it comes to decorations in your room, or are you going to transplant the things that affix your wall in this room to the new room? Well, there's more space on, on the walls in my next room. So it means I'm going to need to find more like kitsch. So, uh, so you're going to get even more stuff. Yeah. I, I still want to keep the, this is a dorm room for someone who's 35. So if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you can't see James is in his bedroom, but it looks like a soccer paraphernalia shop with different country flags. I don't know most of what I'm looking at. People, people are, who watch the podcast are like, oh, is that a, a Spanish flag or Brazilian flag or something? I don't know. Portrait. Is it? Oh, no, I will never have a Brazilian flag up. Okay. Well, the what best are the country. Okay. So uh, people identify with what's going on in the background. So I, I, I get that. I get that they identify with it. I don't understand it. So I don't get it at all, but you got a lot of soccer paraphernalia and semi-motivational quotes on the wall. No, they're not motivational. If you actually read them. Well, that's why I said semi. they're, they're so, like well, they're parody, yeah. parodies they're of motivation. So. Anyways, um, yeah, no, the, the next room I'm going to try now that I've got more space and, and storage and I have the opportunity to take everything apart. Uh, the hope is that there's going to be considerably less clutter, but I'm still going to have a whole bunch of crap up on the walls. Mm. But the goal also, in your words, not mine, is to look like a 35 year old dorm room. Yeah. All right. All I mean, right. the alternative is that like now that I've got a house, I, I need to get a, a fat wife and like have two and a half kids. You have to get fat yourself, by the way. This is America, James. All right, fine. <laughs> All right. What half? What what half of the kid? The dumb one. Not uh, well. Is it like split down the middle, so it's like left side only, or is it legs or torso? Where are you bifurcating the kid? Diagonally. You can make a compelling argument for or against gender with your half child. Uh, Diagonally, it leaves less questions to be answered. So so look. So, David, you wanted to talk about some vaccine stuff. Sure. Yeah, I think it's really interesting just the dynamics that we have in the country right now in terms of there's such a bright line in terms of party affiliation, what, uh, what party you identify with, and your willingness or wanting to get the vaccine. Uh, I, they did it. Well, so, so look, I, uh, I've noticed very much so that there are two groups of people. One group who really does not want the vaccine. Some people are terrified of the vaccine. And then other people are literally leaping and they just can't like people are like pretending to be other people dressing up as senior citizens and trying to fool the authorities just so that they can get the vaccine. And other people are deathly afraid to get it. 
Now, both of them look absolutely insane to me because I could give a shit. I'm not those worried. are the two groups that are getting attention. But but those are the only two people that I, I really seem to be coming across. I don't particularly want it, but I don't really want any vaccines. But if they told me, like, in order to get into kindergarten, I had to get a vaccine, or I don't know what the next step in my life would be, some new thing that I had to do. <laughs> Is that the next step in your education? Dustin, <laughs> if, hey, if you were to want to travel to Africa, you would have to get a whole slew of vaccines. Okay, perfect. Very good example. Thank you, because I'm not going to kindergarten anytime soon. You're probably not going to Africa either. Um, well, I maybe you never know, never know. Uh, but if I was compelled to take a trip to Africa, which a few years ago I I did consider uh, visiting Africa, and they're they're like, oh, you have to get a handful of vaccines. I was like, oh, no. literally, I didn't even think about it. It was just like, oh, okay, great, and you know, we probably have to pack extra bags or you know whatever it is. I thought nothing of it. I would have gone to the doctor, gotten the vaccines, gotten proof of the vaccine, sent it over with my visa. Um, and I would have been perfectly fine with that. But I'm not like trying to go out the door tomorrow to get the vaccines just in case. So like I'm, I'm neither very much for the vaccines or against them. If it's if it's me going to work and, you know, maybe to a restaurant here and there, uh, you know, I'm not going to be motivated to get a vaccine to to, you know, have to do any of that stuff. Um, but there's I'm, a lot of people that are like you. There's just people like you aren't making a lot of noise. Well, yeah. Uh, and there's people like me who very, very, very much want the vaccine, but I'm not going to dress up like an old person or say that I have chronic pulmonary, whatever, because I can cut the line that way. Out here in California, April 16th, anyone over uh, 18 or 16 will be eligible if you can get the appointment. So I'll wait my turn, but I'm, I'm chomping at the bit to get it. And the reason why is because if I get the vaccine, look, I'm 20, uh, 31. Uh, if I get the disease, not the end of the world for me. I'm in fairly decent health. It would be annoying for a couple of weeks. But the biggest thing that would piss me off is being stuck in my apartment, having had other people shop for me or have to get people to do grocery delivery for me. But I go and shopping and I, I don't have the vaccine. You don't go shopping? I'm saying if you had if you had a positive diagnosis, Justin. Oh. And then if you go out into public you're an asshole and potentially committing a crime yes so the reason why i'm saying i want the vaccine is because depending on the vaccine it cuts down after one dose anywhere between 70 and 80 percent which includes johnson and johnson if you get one of the two that has the second dose a month after we're in the 95 percent range i think I like those just, numbers i think they just cut one of the vaccines in the u.s uh this morning maybe yesterday have you guys heard about this uh, AstraZeneca is, but that's in, that's in Europe, right? It, it's never been approved here. Their data was yeah. old. Johnson Johnson, they didn't cut their vaccine. Someone fucked up in Jersey and mixed up uh, oh, one vaccine and another vaccine. 15 million doses had to get tossed because they, they screwed up the process. Yeah. But so, that, so, so that doesn't have anything to do with. Okay. Yeah. So they cut off the Johnson and Johnson vaccine because there was an they error. They didn't cut it off. No, it's just a off. recall. They, They're just saying, Hey, like we can't. No, 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 it's not even a recall. It never even got to the bottling stage. Okay. But this was they, when they were just mixing so they, the ingredients. They fucked right, it up so, and they had to toss what would have been 15 million doses. That's all right. So they, so they were making a bunch of Corona's and they caught somebody pissing in the vat of Corona. So they, so they didn't ship that one out. 15 million, 15 million bottles of Corona. So they did, they cut that load. All right. Somebody pissed in the vat of Corona and they, and they had to pull it. That happened. I'm having a hard time following, following the metaphor, but go on. 
No, but no, but they okay. So that's what it was. I knew something along those lines had happened. So they've they've had to limit the supply of Johnson and Johnson vaccines. But don't worry, because Donald Trump's not the president, so we don't we don't have this huge uh, what's the word I'm looking for press media fury uh, and, and 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 inducement of panic uh, that we had when Trump was was president. Uh, I like panic more than rigmarole because the media was doing a lot to induce panic when Trump was president. Clown uh, fiesta? That was over my head. I don't, I don't know. How many know. clowns can you fit in a Ford Fiesta? It's a small car. It'd be a good clown car. Then it would be a clown fiesta fiesta. Oh, a Ford Fiesta. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know what car you were talking about. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't know why you would buy that car. If anybody is listening to us and drives a Ford Fiesta, there were better options out there. You did not <laughs> choose them. Um, man. Uh, so look, so so they cut some of the vaccine, but we have Johnson & Johnson still in production. Slight setback. And then we have, what else? Pfizer and Moderna. Johnson, Pfizer Johnson Johnson and still being administered. Johnson Johnson's a really great vaccine for reaching underserved communities because you can go out to the homeless camps underneath the freeways. It doesn't have to be refrigerated, refrigerated the same way that Moderna and Pfizer have to be of like super sub-zero temperatures. The Pfizer one you can do at room temperature and it's a lot easier for going out into remote areas. Now, why so it has wh benefits. <clears throat> do you know why the vaccines have to be frozen to such a low temperature is it because the aliens Pfizer, invented, is it because Pfizer the aliens and, invented the hang, hear me out i think the aliens invented the yeah, but i'm not gonna hear you out when you're talking about aliens yes. and and aliens obviously <laughs> like, exist in outer space where it's very cold stop you from being stupid now yeah you have to hear me this i i read this online uh, you know i think it's very important that we we get it out there it's very cold where aliens come from in outer space so Look, when they, if, if it came from outer space, the Jewish space laser would have taken care of this. That's why Marjorie Taylor Greene is so pissed off about the vaccines. We'll get on to that. The reason why Pfizer and Moderna have to be so cold is because it's a brand new type of vaccine. Instead of going off of DNA using a decrepit form of the virus, it's mRNA, which is a completely different way of encoding the, the immunity, the antibodies into your cells completely different form of vaccine. Pfizer, uh, sorry, Johnson Johnson is your more typical standard vaccine doesn't um, think about it like anymore. this think about it like how you have to keep like if you ever want to freeze sperm it has to be kept really cold otherwise the genetic material will, like break apart you know i haven't frozen sperm in a little while how, how does that work again well the the first step you're pretty familiar with <laughs> okay um no but but but, but i'm <laughs> curious i would i it's my understanding that when you freeze anything the the water you know the water molecules expand and not it does damage it cold to, enough and fast you, enough i think not cold enough but fast enough because mm, both. cold cold enough is i mean you have to pass the temperature of of the lesser amount of coldness to get to cold enough so i think the speed in which you're freezing well okay yeah is a, is a bigger factor um but yeah so the in the moderna vaccine doesn't need to be kept quite as cold as the pfizer one but both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines work on the same mechanism of basically you, with, with the RNA, like the Mr. Nah uh, vaccines, it's basically injecting blueprints into your body that teaches your body how to make the antibodies without ever having to see the virus. Okay. 
So uh-huh. normally your your body gets exposed to a virus in a weakened form. That's a traditional vaccine. And yeah. your body sees it and says, hey, you're not supposed to be here. I'm going to fight you off and get rid of you. But it's an easy fight. And then the body realizes, like has the memory of what that virus looked like and it can build antibodies against it. But it's still fighting a virus. It's just a virus yeah. that's severely weakened. This yeah. is basically saying, hey, don't even bother with the fight. We're just going to give you the tools to win the fight if that ever happens. Here's how you build them, Mr. Nah. Yeah. All right. So we got a couple of comments. Uh, uh, we have, I refused to get the vaccine four times, but my job insisted. I allowed them to, four times? I allowed them to poke me twice. That sounds like a sexual harassment uh, episode comment. Uh, well, you don't have to get the vaccine, but we're going to have to come to terms somehow. <laughs> and then, uh, no, I mean, you're getting stuck with something. <laughs> uh, no, but but if your job is forcing you to do it, that's I, you know, I really, I, I'm, I am curious about how the legality would fall across that. The the job is requiring you to get the vaccine just to come in. I mean, schools require you to get vaccinated, have students vaccinated, have kids vaccinated. So you know, I just I'm curious about the legality of this. I feel like there's going to be a lot of pushback from from members of different organizations where the organization requires it uh, or for members of organizations who want everybody to get vaccinated, but the organization doesn't require it. I don't think the latter is as much of a problem as the former because the organization isn't the one that's providing access to the vaccines that's going through the state and public health agencies. So if people in that organization want to get it, nothing's stopping them. I think you're the first thing of an organization forcing everyone to get it has a little bit more hair on it. Well, you're going to have both organizations that don't give a crap and then organizations that are requiring it. Yeah, uh, but organizations that don't give a crap is a moot point because they don't give a crap, so it's up to the individual whether or not they want to get the vaccine. It's the organization that's forcing people to get the vaccine that's going to have to push Well, look at, look at schools. They're not requiring everybody to get vaccinated and, and a handful of teachers don't want to show up. Well, the reason why schools aren't requiring children to get vaccinated is because the vaccines haven't been approved for use below the age of 16. So schools also, can't require it. Also, children don't really transmit this. That's not really true. That, that well, I mean, what cases do we have of, of children transmitting this? Literally thousands. Thousands isn't very many. Well, we can't get into the... <laughs> I don't even know where to begin here. Death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> I'm searching. Buzz Killington. <laughs> Just oh. Uh, but yes, but it, children it, transmit the disease. They might not be as potent transmitters as adults are, but that's not to say that children can't transmit the disease, and. Yeah, they're lower risk both in terms of if they get infected and once they're infected, but, transmitting but they it to are other con- people. Considerably lower risk and considerably lower, lesser transmitters than the adult population. Right. But if you're in a job where you're being exposed to hundreds of kids every single day or whatever, then it doesn't matter so much that their individual risks are lower because your number of exposures is higher. Were teachers first in line to get the vaccine? In some states. In some states. It's such a weird fucking country, man. What a, what a weird place to live. 
Um, well, I don't know. I, I still don't plan on getting the vaccine anytime. Why soon. not? I, for the same reason, like I'm not, I'm not traveling to Africa anytime soon. I'm not getting any vaccines to go to Africa. I, it's not something I, I feel compelled to do now. If now, if they're like, Oh, you have to get the vaccine. If you want to go to the movies and you want to go to bars, I'll be like, okay, I'll get the vaccine. I have the, the opportunity. Yeah. If it's free, what, what's the cost to you time? Okay. What well, you know how long it took me to get my vaccine? No, not counting the drive to the place. Well, let's count the drive to the place. Cause I think that would constitute time spent getting the vaccine. 45 minutes. Are we counting the time or not? Counting the time. All right. Counting the drive to and from the place, 45 minutes. Actual time inside the office was maybe 15 minutes. And I'm getting my second dose tomorrow. When when I had the opportunity to get it, I said, hell yeah, um, sign me up. Where do I need to go? Because it just means that I don't have – it's one less thing for me to worry but about, some, and it look, costs me nothing. But I'm not worried about it. Not so worried about getting it. I'm worried about the huge, huge inconvenience to my life where I would not be able to see any of my friends for at least two weeks, probably more. I wouldn't be able to leave my apartment to go anywhere for at least two weeks, probably more. That would fucking suck. It's already 85 degrees in my apartment right now, Justin. It's only going to get hotter. If I have to stay inside the entire time for the next two to four weeks. I, I mean, you make me feel like a jerk, but if I got it and I, well, because you're symptoms, being one. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, again, I yeah. mean, power through it, but, but, but I, you know, I just, I wasn't, uh, you know, I traveled, I went to work the following Monday after I came back, you know, I wear a mask in public areas. Uh, I wear a mask when I go grocery shopping. I didn't have any symptoms and I was paying close attention to whether or not I had symptoms. I, I was like, Oh shit. Like something could happen. Nothing happened. Sauce got coronavirus. We stayed in the same house, slept in the same bed, zero symptoms. I felt perfectly fine. Wore a mask. People around, nobody got sick. Here's the other thing about getting the vaccine is even if you, even if you aren't worried about the effect that it would have on your life or the risk that would, you would run if you were to get infected, it makes you like, first of all, if you get infected, you might not have symptoms and you can still transmit it to other people. And the yeah, more people exactly. that get vaccinated, the harder it is for it to get transmitted to other people. Because if you encounter someone who's sick and they they would have infected you, but you had the vaccine, that's one node that's dead for the virus to jump to. But no, but the, you would be that node. You, you, you no. wouldn't be because you had the vaccine, so you stopped it. I'm sorry. Your attitude is extremely I selfish. It I don't really think is. We're I, trying I, to get to herd immunity. And if... People keep holding out. 49% of Republican men refuse to get the vaccine. That stops us from getting to herd immunity. That but, stops but, the recovery here, from happening. Here's my, here's that my stops argument. us from reopening. Here's my argument. Here's my argument, and I think this might solve the problem, is there's no – it doesn't bring any positive into my life. And for the people that don't even believe in coronavirus, exactly. right, so that's the definition of selfish. selfish. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, and that, and I, I'm admitting to that. But what I'm saying is that I'm not the only person that feels this way. Okay. How do you, that doesn't make how it do you, how, is this, how is this improving your case? Because now you have a problem. And, and yes, you just you. said, yes, you do. many, many other people. So yes, you my do. question is, how do you solve that problem? And I think there needs to be an incentive to have people want to do it. And Krispy giving you a free donut is not enough. <laughs> oh, my God. They get so much backlash. No, it's funny. When they start, they didn't even oh, have God. to wait for the backlash. They said, look. 
even if you don't get it, we'll give you a free donut. Like they preemptively saw that coming. They can't even offer to do something nice. I was like, this craziness. I'm sorry. Absolutely. The the fact that let me just explain what happened. Insane. Let me explain what happened. Krispy Kreme offered free donuts to anybody who got vaccinated. And all of a sudden there was this media shitstorm on Krispy Kreme for how irresponsible they were being. What was what was the argument against them? That no, they- no, no, no. There was no argument against it. It wasn't media. It was it who's was the, was the right wing nut jobs that are against saying, oh, they're trying to force everyone to get vaccines. No, they're insane. Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's the mark. It's Biden's mark of well, the there beast. Was, but like, I, I, the I level of discourse against the vaccine is so, so low. So I want to address Justin made one point that actually had merit out of like 10 that didn't, but there was one point that he made that I think actually merit that deserves being addressed, which is for people that are selfish, that are saying this doesn't do me any good to get vaccinated. How can we motivate them to do so? That's an economic argument of you need to provide incentives to these people to make them want to get the vaccine. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's, and, and that's so my if point. you have, I think I actually really Look, like the, the idea now, of like the vaccine passports. Now the incentive, if you're going to Africa to get the vaccine is that you wanted to go to Africa. So now you get to go. So like, if I want to go to the mall and now I can't go because I don't have a vaccine, fuck yeah, I'm going to get the vaccine. I don't give a shit. I'll go, you know, 45 minutes or stand in line for 20 minutes. That's fine. How would you feel <laughs> if um, New York state passed a law that effective one month from now, you can't go to a bar restaurant or any entertainment facility without proof of vaccination. I think it's a pretty liberal state. I think there's a very high chance of that happening. And how I would you that, feel? I think that would suck, but I would just, I would be like, well, it's like one of those rules I, I can't control. So I'll just have to obey it. Like there's a ton of shit that I have to do that I don't feel like doing. I just do it. Let me read to you the Krispy Kreme. Right, so then, then, then get vaccinated. Put that on your list of tons of shit that you don't want to do, but you're going to do it anyways. Well, they haven't, I do it because it's a law. Because it's a regulation. I'm not well, going to do it now. How about you just do it because it's the right thing? Because I don't do a lot of things. I do a lot of bad shit. I speed, James. You know, sometimes I have a couple of drinks and... And speed. <laughs> I don't want to... Shouldn't say. And then drive. <laughs> no, that's... that's... <laughs> luckily, luckily, living in New York City for a long time, you can go out and drink whatever the hell you want to drink. And you just take a, a cheap cab home. So that's been a lifestyle that I'm very much adapted to. Let me read to you guys the Krispy Kreme backlash. Krispy Kreme is giving away a free donut a day for a year for those who have been vaccinated, but not everyone thinks this is a sweet offer. The company announced Monday that customers who show a valid vaccine card at Krispy Kreme can receive a free glazed donut every day for the rest of 2020-21 at participating locations, which to me is an insane incentive. That's You're literally giving away hundreds of donuts per person. Um, but critics say that offer excludes those who don't want the vaccine. No shit. But it uh, doesn't. Read others the say that pro- it does not exclude people. Well, who I'm don't reading you the, the headlines. But this is what they're saying. So hear me. People out. who read headlines and take the story from the headline. Okay, but you're you can't argue with everyone. You may be right, but that doesn't make you right in everyone's opinion, which ultimately makes you wrong. So if everyone's reading the headline, well, no, that that, that that argument fails there. Okay, like, just because hear not me everyone out. agrees with you doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just you're means wrong in their idiots. You're wrong in their eyes. 
So when we had a huge dip in revenue because the headlines read broker fees now illegal and every transaction that we didn't try to charge for became this huge back and forth fight with the client, a lot of times we said, we don't want to be fighting with our clients and we just gave up. So we may have been in the right, but we were wrong in their eyes and we were the ones that suffered. So it doesn't matter if you're right in your own head. All right. It matters what the other party perceives. So it also if says- the other party doesn't read the policy, I can't help them. Well, marketing, you, need, you, you we'll get there in a second, but critics say the offer excludes those who don't want the vaccine. Others say the promotion is incredibly bad for your health. Now, Krispy Kreme is a donut. I'll, I'll give the, the second point. Okay. But some credence, but look, 365 look. minus the four months that we're in three months plus a day. Uh, so let's call it 300 days, <laughs> 300 donuts, a donut a day is pretty pretty not but I good think, for did you. They cancel, did they cancel the promotion or they're still no. doing it? No, they're and, still and doing the thing it? is, I, if you didn't get the vaccine, you can still get one free donut a week. But that's not seven donuts a week. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would like to meet the person that says I need seven Krispy Kreme donuts a week. Well, that's, that's a lot of the backlash that they're getting is that donuts are bad for you. Now, it's a fucking donut company. Well, which is like, I don't understand. I, I just don't understand what, like, what, what are they expecting to give away a free pair of sneakers to homeless people? Because they don't fucking make sneakers. Um, you, you could let them put their feet underneath the glazing waterfall, and that would probably last like maybe half a block. It depends on if it's hot out or not. Um, yeah. Or okay. rating. But I like, I like the incentives for getting the vaccine. I think that's a really good idea. I would, I would do it if there was some incentive in my life. And, uh, you know, and I would do it if there was a strong disincentive. And that's the strong disincentive is catching Corona. That's not that big of a disincentive for me. I'm not, I'm not that, that worried about it. And I get it. You're telling me I should be, but you know, like I live in, I, there was uh, somebody who had Ebola, I think uh, three blocks from my apartment one year. And, you know, I, I was completely unfazed. I got on the subway like I do every day. You know, uh, I don't sanitize my hands. I'm not a hardcore Republican. It's just not something I'm, I'm worried about. It's not how I live my life. You know, I, I don't wash my hands for 30 seconds. Every time I use a bathroom, I just rinse them and walk out. That, you know, that's my life. I'm not, I'm not worried about germs that way. The way I've always learned about germs is the more germs, the better for your immune system. Except when they're completely novel, which is well, part okay, of yeah, the novel or they're Ebola, coronavirus, or they're, or they're Ebola. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. But like, I, you know, I'm doing the math on my odds of getting it. My odds of getting coronavirus is much higher. But, and I'm not saying I'm right. Like, I'm admitting I'm wrong on this stuff. But okay, what I'm then, saying, then stop being wrong. It's but, easy. Well, well, my, stop arguing the point. What my yeah. my point is that you're missing is that there are millions of people that not just think like me, but actually believe that they're right and then come up with all this fake science that says that they're right. Oh, so, no, I, I'm completely acknowledging that point. The first thing I said was yeah, 49% well, of Republican men said that under no circumstances would they get the vaccine. And you're probably I not mean, going to get them to want to get the vaccine on their own will. So they need to be incentivized or have strong disincentives. Right. And, and I'm pretty sure that like three minutes ago, I said that you made one point that was legitimate and that. Oh, that that was the point yeah um but i think people who are afraid of the vaccine um because obviously bill gates conspire with the aliens and they're putting microorganisms in your body that are going to control your brain microchips uh, microchips 
Okay, micro, micro, just the chips. Uh, also, I mean, it makes you 5G compliant too, so your signal gets a lot better. <laughs> uh, shit, because I knew when they came out with that the new model, uh, <laughs> I wasn't gonna be so good like the iPhones. Just think um, about the signal you'll get. Oh my god, the 5G. There's your incentive right there. Or possibly disincentive because then the government can track you for. <laughs> We're already carrying all sorts of shit the government can track us with. You know how many crimes have been solved by cell phone data of criminals that forgot to turn their phone off when they walked in to rob a store? Uh, look, I'm I'm like so for like being tracked and, you know, for the most part, like a lot of the times if, if a website pops up and they're like, you know, can we give you cookies? And I'm like, I like cookies. <laughs> so I click, yeah. That, that actually is a perfect distillation of your entire argument. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do like cookies. And sometimes, because yep, I have a terrible memory. Intellectual thoroughness. Sometimes I have a really bad memory. So if I log into a website and I'm looking at a couch and they're like, this website can give you wants to give you cookies. I'm like, fuck, yeah, that'll remind me in a month when I am reminded every single day for ads from this website that I still need to buy whatever it was. You see, I think it's just that your brain is literally thinking about cookies. <laughs> I love cookies. Um, I like chocolate chip cookies. I like sugar cookies. Yeah, uh, I, I hear that when you get the vaccine, they give you a cookie. I hear you can get a donut. Yeah, I, I, no, but this is like at the site. You can yeah, get a no, they gave so. me a, they gave me a cookie at my place. Look, I, I have a really good, I have a really good uh, uh, kind of similar idea here for you. To me, getting the vaccine is about as beneficial as giving blood. No, it's no. good. It's good for the. It's good for the greater good. It's good for the greater good. Does very little for me except make me feel good. And it, that particular act doesn't make me feel good. Also, I don't like having blood taken out of me. I don't actually mind vaccines. Yeah, I do so that's mind... why this doesn't follow. Yeah, this, as well, an yeah, this is a false analogy. No, the analogy is is that it makes you feel good, right? And no. it's good no. for society. No, because you just. Well, okay, but I some people feel good when they give blood. They're like, I did something really good. Yeah, but good also the, the inconvenience of giving blood is way higher than the inconvenience of getting a vaccine. Why? Um, it takes it's more a time. Much, much bigger needle in your arm. You're sitting there for a long time. As Dude, nobody to... knows. Nobody knows. Most people I know, if I ask them how big the needle is to give blood and how big the coronavirus needle is, they're not going to find out until they've done okay, both. Okay, but of them. we're not. Let's not even talk about the size of the needle. Let's well, just talk about how much time it takes. Like okay. the vaccine. I, when I when I actually got stabbed with the vaccine, like she touched my arm. I was like, "That was it." And she's like, "Yeah, you're good to go." It took time, like ten seconds. So, I spent look, more time I, talking to her, answering her questions, than getting the vaccine. I but going. I'm telling you from someone who's done neither. Going in, I don't know a how long it takes to give blood, or how long the needle is, and b how long it takes to get the coronavirus vaccine, and b. Oh. All right. Also, so as someone big, who's done both, let me tell you how, but my point is we're arguing for the, from the perspective of people who have done neither. Right. So and you I'm can't, informing so, the people who have done neither since they apparently don't know, but they don't want to do either. It's the same right, thing. And that's why I need to tell them why but, there's a difference, but they, but they don't want to do neither because of the time and because of the needle length. That's not, that's not a deterrent for them. Then what is it, the deterrent? The deterrent is there's no positive. No, there's no there's positive, no positive getting, if they do it. There, and there's, there's no, no positive negative if they to, don't getting, do it. to getting herd immunity, to reopening the economy, to getting the shutdown to go away that's completely crippled the economy and your business in particular. No, no benefits whatsoever. It's, it's sure. a shot in the dark. It's a basically lot of, like so mitigating your own risk of, trans, of, but, of getting it. But look, that's like making the recycling argument. Lots of people don't give a shit and recycle, man. People litter. 
Like you, you gotta have, you, you can't, yeah, they're also can't, selfish. You, right. Agreed. Agreed. But you can't solve something by telling people they have to be better and it's bad. Okay. So, you know, what? actually you can, um, and the way it works is by societal shame where when you see someone who's littering or when you see someone who doesn't recycle or whatever, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, they probably wouldn't have caught any shit. But now if you see somebody just like throw garbage out the side of their window or something while they're driving down the road, you're like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you littering? So uh, to James's point, all the videos we see about the different Karens, the different Karens in Central Park berating a black guy because he asked her to put the dog on the leash or the different women who go to the colored children at the pool saying, why are you here? We, we live here. No, you have to go. All of these has been captured on video. And now, I mean, you still see a ton of these videos. You see the, out in California, you had a tech company CEO at a restaurant walk over to an Asian couple and just start berating them. And guess what? It's not the CEO of that company anymore. There's consequences for what people do because everyone has a camera. So let me put it this as, way. Um, wearing a mask, which I know that you have advocated for on this, mm -hmm. on this cast in the past, wearing a mask doesn't really directly benefit you at all. Mask is much more to prevent you transmitting you to make other a, people you than make other a people transmitting to you. So you make a really there's no positive here. benefit for me wearing a mask. It's uncomfortable, it's hot, and it's annoying. But I do it anyways because it's the right thing to do at this time. No, Same I don't do it because vaccine. of that. I, don't, I mean, maybe a small amount of me does it. I, I put on a mask when I walk into the front door of my building because I don't want people to freak the fuck out. And okay, we finally win. Okay. Societal but, shaming. Exactly, but there's a lot more societal shaming on this. What's, what's right. that background noise? Uh, I have to have my windows open because it's 85 degrees in my apartment and there's uh -huh. a motorcycle. I can't control the outside. Oh, shit, man. Maybe All we right, should. So societal, societal shaming. You sort of start shaming people who don't get vaccines in the same way that we shame people who don't wear masks or we shame people who litter. Then maybe we'd be able to make but, some. But do we shame people who litter? Because we I should, feel like and we do. I feel like if a woman walked up to me with her phone out and saying, "You dropped this litter," that person would. I'd be like, "I don't litter, anyways." That's probably a bad example. But I feel like the person running down the street with after somebody with with their Twinkie wrapper saying, "You dropped this on the ground," would be more of a fool than the person who dropped it on the ground. Given the person who dropped it on the ground is in the very clear wrong. But the person chasing them down the street is being a bit petty and should just pick it up. I pick up garbage all the time off the street and throw it in the garbage. Okay, hold on. Let, let, I'm going to go with this one. In your own office, when somebody leaves a can on a desk or something like that, how do you react to it? I usually try to figure out who it is and, and draw attention to it and say, what are you, seven years old? So you shame them. It sounds but I, like. But I... I am also, as far as like the United States is concerned, the president of the office. So I get to set the tone directly in each room as I walk in. And it's for the clear, better good. And usually the person who left that shit out, like uh, half a eaten slice of pizza on a desk for half the day is like, fuck, I totally forgot my bad. Whereas if you chase somebody down the street with a straw wrapper, you're like, you drop this. They're like, fuck you. Okay, but there's that, that a continuum here. And I think totally your own things. behavior demonstrates the efficacy of our argument. And you're still rejecting it. But you're, I think you're, 
you're missing my point. Which when is? I pick, when I pick up garbage off the street and I put it in the garbage can and then I go into a restaurant and eat tacos with my bare hands, I don't wash my hands. All right, so. Okay, we all make terrible decisions, but. <laughs> my, my point is that some people are just completely non-concerned with these things. And it's it's really difficult to ramp up societal shame. Okay, but there's people no one, in your office that are not concerned about leaving an empty can on their desk, and you ramp they, up the societal they shame. Are, they are immediately when I say something. Right. Immediately so when I say something. you've got a friend something. who's not going to get max, vaccinated, perhaps on a podcast, and he says, I'm not going to get vaccinated, it's our job to shame them into getting the vaccine. I look, I, I, but I'm all for it. Just give me, give me, you know, some free donuts or something. I, or something... <laughs> Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not There's gonna. A place you can go. I'm. I'm not gonna eat the donuts. All right. Give me something that's of value to me, or give me a strong disincentive, and then hell Since yeah. Since when has a donut not been of value to you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Ever, ever since I didn't want to be obese, so. Um, but. I mean, my argument for the vaccines is just there's got to be a a strong incentive for it. And I I don't think you're going to convince a whole huge group of people to get the vaccine unless you have this incentive. I mean, if it happens to be you need this to go to work, then sure, that's a reason to do it. Um, But, you know, the approach in having these conversations 300 million times is is not going to be a strong one. And I don't think you're going to make much progress. And and I'm not saying that you guys are wrong and I'm right. I'm saying I'm wrong, you're right, but it doesn't matter. It does because if you were to, if every you need every a better solution, person- you need a better. To, in order to win an argument, you have to convince the. You can't win an argument in your head, right? And I'm saying you're winning this argument in my head, but there's many other people that are not going to agree. All right. And you need to be able to find some mechanism to convince them to do it. So you're winning this argument. Okay. You're, hold on. You're I, right. I, I'm going to follow up on this one because if you've got someone in your life that doesn't want to get vaccinated and you say, Hey man, you should get vaccinated. And then somebody else in their life also says, Hey man, you should get vaccinated. If that conversation happens enough and you get enough pressure light pressure from all these different forces then that one person who's resisting might say everybody else is saying that i'm going to get that i should get vaccinated maybe i will i'll tell you me personally i didn't start wearing a mask until like probably june or july once i saw that like enough people in in the world were wearing masks i was like oh this is what i should be doing i didn't like i didn't think it was important and then i saw it being accepted enough that i was like oh i really should be wearing a mask i'm not getting that so uh, you know, here, here's a scenario I just ran into thinking about going to Florida to visit my mom in the end of April. And um, I was like, oh, maybe I should get vaccinated. I'm like, no, but then I could still transmit it to her. Okay, she's getting vaccinated. Cool. I'm fine with that. However, if they all of a sudden said you need a vaccine to get in the plane, I'd say, okay, I'll get the vaccine. But the issue is you have many, many people that don't have incentives to get it. And just like somebody chasing somebody else down the street because they dropped their straw wrapper on the sidewalk, when that person might be very right and everybody around them is going to know that the person who dropped the straw wrapper is wrong, when that person runs up with their phone out saying, hey, dickhead, you you dropped your straw wrapper, that's littering, the guy's going to say, fuck you, lady. 
and just continue walking down the block. Okay, it's so not, you aren't doesn't... able to reach the person who littered, but everybody else on the street got to see that when you litter, these are the consequences. But you also made a fool out. You also made so. a fool out of yourself, so they're not going to uh, perpetuate that argument. They're going to be like, oh, I guess I'll never do that. Okay, you're saying straw wrapper, which is okay. Trivial. Me, how, about, how, about, how about not picking? How about not picking up after your dog? Dude, Let's make it a little bit more. There is so much dog shit on the streets of New York City. It's not changing. It, How do you know it's from a dog? Uh, yeah, it's not. I, well, San Francisco, that's a much bigger toss up. Yeah, no, actually, I mean, that's, that's actually more of an 80 20 rule. No, I mean, I, there, there, I've seen human shit and I've seen humans shit on, on the streets in New York City and it's bad and it's especially bad right now. Um, but uh, we, have, we have one comment uh, that seems important to read out loud. Does this mean people aren't wearing condoms now either? Um, I actually think the the talk about condoms, I think, is is going away. I feel like we've really let the condom talk slip, and I feel like we're going to see a resurgence of STDs. We just don't have. I don't hear anybody talking about condoms anymore. Nobody's afraid to not wear condoms. What? So, I yeah. am. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't trust anyone. Who's, oh no, I'm on the pill. Sure you are. Yeah, we're not rolling the dice here. <laughs> Yeah, but it's not a pill issue. It's an STD issue, and, and I, I don't know. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, there's any um, number of good reasons to wear condoms. But I feel like when I was younger, I used to hear it a, a lot more. And maybe it's a New York City thing or something. I don't know. They used to have condoms everywhere you'd go. They'd have free condoms at bars and everything. I don't see them anymore. And so. Well, that's because you haven't been to a bar in a while. Well, I haven't been to a bar in a year, but. Um, so. Nor am I single and looking to mingle because I could get coronavirus. That would be that'd be very right. bad. So again, this is more of just like being exposed to certain media and but where it you is, are yeah. in life. Yeah, sure. Where I'm pretty sure that like at younger ages, kids are still told, yeah, you should wear a condom. And that message needs um, to that's continue. possible, but I, I, I'm not hearing it. And I work with a lot of super young people. So, but uh, I would say that I'm not very liberal, but I would definitely say that I'm I'm more left than I am right. Um, but I'm all for having mandates to get uh, the vaccine to do certain things. And I would say that's a definitely more of a liberal approach uh, given, which is weird. I feel like probably in a while back that would have been a more Republican thing, but um I definitely feel like now you would have the liberals pushing to get the vaccine. Oh, did and you I, read the comment that we need to get to? The, oh, the comment was about the condoms. About, oh, I, the, yeah, people shouldn't make, wear condoms? Like, oh, they shouldn't wear condoms. She said, does that mean people aren't wearing condoms now? And I said, and I thought about it. I'm like, yeah, I haven't heard much condom talk lately. Um, it's the person's decision or right to get the vaccine or not. Sure, but a lot of people aren't going to get it. And just like people didn't wear masks to start and the president didn't want to shut down the United States or shut down travel and literally was just saying it was something that was going to go away. You know, it, it didn't go away. And now we're dealing with those effects. That's fine. In the same vein that you don't have to get the vaccine. If you're an at will employee, if you're not part of a collective bargaining agreement, you can be fired at any time for any reason. That's not protected and not getting a vaccine is not protected class. It's not because you got pregnant. That doesn't matter if you're at will or collective bargaining. You can't be fired for that. Guess what? Vaccine, whether or not you want to get it, that's the private business's decision. So you have every right not to get the vaccine. The business has every right to conduct their business the way that they see fit. 
And uh, if in, even if you're a government employee or whatever, then and you want to try to make the argument about free speech or whatever, the government's going to come back with the compelling interest argument, and that's going to win. Well, but that's what I'm saying is, you know, I don't I don't want to get this vaccine, but I, I would like I'm not strongly against it. I'm lightly against it. I'm not even against it. I'm just you're lightly against it. it because it's an inconvenience to you and you're being super selfish. But what I'm telling you is you have to entertain that argument because there's people that are not just lightly against it. They're very much against it. Right. So, so you call them selfish and say, stop being a selfish asshole. I don't think that's going to I don't think that's going to make them want to get it. If, if enough people call you a selfish asshole, you might have to look and say, maybe I'm being a selfish asshole. Maybe you're so selfish and such an asshole. You know what? I've noticed a lot of talk about people. If you're that selfish and that much of an asshole, we're not reaching you. I hear I hear a lot of people proclaiming that they are an asshole. Well, I'm an asshole. So, you know, that's how I am. I'm like, well, that's I don't I never consider myself an asshole. I actually think I'm pretty, pretty decent guy, pretty empathetic and caring guy. I'm pretty sure I've heard those exact words coming out um, of your mouth. I may, point, I may, point, I may, point, I may do, I may do asshole things, but I, I, I recognize it, and and I want to connect with the person that I may have been an asshole to, and explain to them my perspective in doing such actions that made me perceivable as an asshole, and connect with that person and be on the same page. I'm not just going to flip somebody, flip somebody off, and and you know turn around no, and walk but away. You will blow out the candle at the table of Buddha. Yes, and it started a wonderful conversation. And it was a very short conversation. I don't, I, I don't recall. Um, <laughs> really? All right, go into politics. <laughs> but look, I mean, politics are politics are a tricky situation because you can't just tell somebody they're an asshole and convince them they're an asshole. And I mean, you know, you have millions of people calling Donald Trump an asshole, and he doesn't believe he's an asshole. And there are millions of people that, that don't believe he's an asshole also. You know, well, there's also millions of people who love him because they say he's an asshole. We love that he's an asshole. He's doing asshole things. It's different. It's fresh. So a lot of his base was actually in love with him because he's or an being asshole. an asshole. Well, especially saw his TV show. Um, so look, guys, that was his brand. That was his brand and lousy steaks and lousy ties. Um, Guys, we're running. We're running into uh, uh, the end zone when it comes to time here. Uh, anything you guys want to add on vaccines, on Donald Trump, on James' uh, move? Get the vaccine when you're able to. Don't cut the line, but get it because the more people that get it, the quicker we can open up the country and get back to some sense of normalcy. Yeah, I, I'm also going to second that. I do think people should get the vaccine. I'm open to getting it. I just need a good reason. You know, like if they're giving it away for free on the, on the corner, I'm probably not going down. But, it, you know, I don't know. It's 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 really tough. I'm just, you know, I'm saying I'm, I'm looking for some type of incentive or disincentive. I, I actually think a light disincentive that would make my life a bit more miserable. I'd go and do it. You know, just like if I had to well, get it to travel, there, there, would, there's been there's, there's been talk in New York about they actually are working on in New York, a little uh, program on getting a vaccine pass where you can take the little vaccine card that you get from the center, mm -hmm. plug it into an app. You have it. You have a little QR code. You can scan that shows. Yep. Vaccinated. You can, you can go in. Let's, Personally, let's, I, wouldn't, I don't want to go out to a bar. I don't want to go out to a movie theater. I want to go out to a restaurant. If there's a bunch of people around not wearing masks 
And I don't know what their vaccination status is because they're spreaders. But if you're vaccinated, you'd feel a little more comfortable. And, and I'd when, feel more comfortable even if I have a vaccine. I don't want to be out somewhere so what if, so what if, people without it. That's because we don't like large groups. So what so what I'll if yes. what if nothing major changes and we still have this big faction and roughly 40% of people are vaccinated and you don't know who's vaccinated, you don't know who's not, and it's 2023. We're gonna keep it's, having waves of this shit over and over so, and over. So again. you're but you're gonna still stay inside. I'm not gonna go. Well, I mean, my attendance at bars and clubs was limited before i don't miss that very much my little friend group here we've adapted very nicely we go over to my one friend's house if we're inside we have masks on we spend almost all of our time outside in the backyard by a fire a few feet apart not a full six but we're outside it's breezy here we we make do and this is with most of my friends at that house all vaccinated we take it pretty seriously out here because if any of us were to get it, that would mean everyone else would have to shut down for a bit. They'd have to at least do a little bit of self-quarantine and whoever actually has it has to quarantine until they get their second clean test. It's not gonna send me to the hospital, most likely, although there have been people our age and younger who have died from it, but it's gonna be a huge, huge inconvenience on my life for at least two to four weeks. Two to four weeks. So yeah, because, if, because it's not just two weeks to get out. You have to have two clean tests. And for a lot of people, that takes two to four weeks to get the second clean test. Hmm. All right. Well, but to your point about what happens in two or three years if people still haven't gotten vaccinated or whatever, well, you know what? Uh, like we're at some point we're just gonna have to move on. But and, and those people will th that group is going to diminish. And I think something with like a vaccine um passport where if you aren't vaccinated you have limited access to certain societal benefits i'm all for that and i know it sucks like that would suck for me but like it's and just... for the people who legitimately can't get vaccinated because of a medical condition or whatever there's a carve out for them sure yeah fair enough but That's like there's a, a lot of shit like to me i look at it uh you know a disincentive for not getting the vaccine i look at like you having to get your car inspected like it fucking sucks. Like if you were like, oh, you should get your car. If, if it wasn't required, but like a lot of people were doing it so they didn't have breakdowns, I'd be like, yeah, but like, you know, I may not be a mechanic, but like I'm in pretty good touch with how my car's running. Kind of like my stance on my health and coronavirus and the vaccine. Like it, just because there's an inspection doesn't mean I'm going to go get it. But if it's required or it's required to get on certain roads, I'd be like, yeah, I guess I'll just get it. And that way I'm just good to go. Cool. And that's, and if, you know, like I, I get it, my holdout to you guys may seem insane and selfish, but to me, it, well, it like, is. I, it's not insane. But there's no, but there's no, there's nothing resonating with me to go get it. My life has changed very little. What's changed in my life is how the people around me have changed. And, and, you know, when they, when, I just, and I'll give you an example. When they said we're shutting down, they're like, oh, you know, New York City's shutting down. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know what we should do is a speakeasy. Like my first, my first, you know, the thing my mind went to was like, okay, let's just do a speaking. Everybody else can shut down and they'll pay us to come have fun. Now, in retrospect, we probably would have gotten in, in trouble and, you know, whatever. But my, my mind wasn't there. The worry wasn't there. Uh, and also, I had very little concern for people in their 20s and 30s around me. That, you know, that was not, that was not something I was at all concerned with. So, yeah, you know, I probably wouldn't have done it a month in you know, seeing as it got worse and worse, but I mean, that's all retrospect. So I can't, I'm just being honest with you how my brain was thinking at that time, 
But I think what and, and, it, and it will suck if different state governments require us to get vaccines, or if uh, Biden decides that you know everybody has to get the vaccine. But really, like those are things that have to happen. They have to come from the top, and it's for the greater good. It's just like speed limits and seat belts and 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 auto insurance. Uh, what there are some states that don't require any auto insurance, right? Does New Hampshire require you to wear a seatbelt now, or are they still no seatbelt? Uh, it's been a long time since I've been in New Hampshire. Okay. Well, yeah, but I mean, but there's still some holdouts. But I think generally everybody in the U.S. for the most part wears a seatbelt. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm I'm sharing with you guys how I feel and where I'm coming from because I'm not I'm not the only one like that. Right. Uh, we're we're trying to demonstrate the power of social shaming. <laughs> and and I'm telling you that it's it doesn't work that well. Um, so, all right, guys, we're, uh, we're about to hit the hour mark. Last time our cameras cut out, so going to hold us to the hour mark and, uh, I will catch you guys next time. So next time, James, we'll see the new place. We'll see the bar. All right. Awesome. Be better. Otherwise this weekend went really, really wrong. All right, cool. Good luck with the move, David. I will catch you soon. Go get some cool air. All right. I'll try. All right. See you guys later. later. Adios. Yeah, that concludes this episode. Uh, definitely got painted a bit as the evil guy, but I was definitely trying to defend my perspective. Uh, but now that you've heard my perspective, James' perspective, and David's perspective, let me know what you think. I'm curious about your perspective. I like PBR. I just got priced out of it.